Hello, hello, welcome back. I technical difficulties, it happens. Now, uh, little side thing before we just started uh, going here. Welcome back to the Fudge Effect. Your support is always appreciated. We are now one year past when this officially came out. Your support is everything. I couldn't do this without anybody that has given me the courage and advice to uh, keep doing this. So I really thank you guys. Please make sure you subscribe, leave a like, do all that fun stuff because, you know, it's always great. But without further ado, I've been waiting for this for a very long time. <clears throat> we have a captain... The only senior on the team? Am I wrong on that? We just had um, a fifth-year transfer in for her last semester. So there's technically... So you're two? Technically two? Technically two, but I've been the only one in my grade for... We have on the only... No, I'm kidding. We have on a, a senior, one of the captains on the team, someone who just hit 1,000 assists. Man, I didn't put it on my store, but believe me, I was going stupid. I was, I was, I was very happy. Um... An absolute stud, my friend, D1 volleyball player from CCSU, Natalie Novak. How are we doing? Good, how are you? Wow, Mario, what an introduction, let me tell you. <laughs> that was awesome. I just wanted to thank you for letting me be on the podcast. Um, I've never really done something like this, but I'm super excited to see where this goes. Yeah. No, we're going to get into it. So, before we talk about everything that's been going on. Mm-hmm. You're from New York. I am. Upstate New York. Upstate New York. You <laughs> always say that. Upstate New York. I'm really bad with my landmarks and just places in general. I, I, I'm very sheltered. I'm just Connecticut everything. I can tell you everything about Connecticut, but you're from New York, so I want you to teach me some, some New York things. So, where in New York are you from? So, you say upstate, but like break, break it down for me. I am from the city of Binghamton, specifically the Johnson City, but it's better just to say I'm from Binghamton. Yeah. It's a small country town. Uh, there's not... It's a quiet place, I'd say. Right. Not really... We're an hour from Syracuse. Everyone knows Syracuse. Yeah. So. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, I was just I was just texting something real quick. No, you're fine. Um, let me, let me ask you something. So you've been in Connecticut for how long now? Since you've been going to Central, four, five, four years. Four but years? my first year got cut because of COVID halfway through. Yeah, and then being here through COVID was I really only saw campus life. Really? Yeah. I um. How do I want to wear this? So you go to New York. I don't know necessarily like how big you were at your high school. Were you all state player at your high school? You must have been, right? Or at least all conference. Yeah, I was. I was all conference, but the school I went to, love it. But we were um, a weaker team, as in we never won states or we never won the stack. Yeah, what's the stack? Like the smaller conference. Oh, the schools. Yeah, I gotcha. Yeah. So okay, so you you're playing volleyball. You're going through it. Did you play all four years at yeah at the school? So I've got. I went to Johnson City all twelve years. Uh, like twelve from, years. From kindergarten. Yeah, to I got gotcha. Twelth grade. Yeah, that's the only school I know. I never went to anyone different. Oh my god, that's crazy. But believe it or not, Mario, I didn't start playing volleyball till I was eleven, like in middle school, like, oh. and then seriously not till fourteen. Yeah. So I wasn't my main passion. No, that's not. That's not totally rare. I know. Um, I mean, for me personally, I was not the best at football. wasn't bad, wasn't elite, but I mean, I didn't start football till freshman year of high school. I think everybody finds their their way in terms of playing sports or doing whatever various ages. I mean, I know you get certain NFL players that are like, "Oh, I've been playing since I was in kindergarten." I mean, mm -hmm. it's it's different for everybody. But you play you played in high school. Aside from volleyball, were there any other things that, that you liked doing growing up? Or what, what were you, what was your, okay, so like, you know how you see people and you're like, oh, I know that person. They're known for collecting shoes. This person collects vinyls. This person does this. What, what was your thing that you were known for before volleyball, if there was any? It's okay if there wasn't any. No, yeah, for sure. I was just definitely always known as an athlete. Ever since a young age, I love sports. Absolutely love sports. I started with like t-ball, soccer, basketball, and I did keep up um 
I played on the varsity basketball team, softball team, and volleyball team. So I, I kept sports throughout my life. Wow. Throughout the, my whole time. Okay. So let me ask you this now. You go from New York to Connecticut, new people, new faces, before you came here and you're going through that recruiting process, if there was one for you, mm-hmm. what brought you to Central of all places? Okay, so my story is quite complicated. Okay. Coming out of high school, um, I wasn't, like, no one really familiar with the recruiting process and, like, my parents, it was hard for them. Like, we, they, I'm the first child, so they didn't know anything about, like, yeah. this stuff. Um, so I actually ended my recruiting pretty early in the season, and I chose to represent um, Binghamton University for my freshman year. Okay. And I was super excited to play for the local community and, like, be a part of my town. And I started my year there. I did enjoy it. But it just, there wasn't, I didn't see many opportunities. So I put myself in the transfer portal. Oh, boy. Yeah. It's a whole process. So I actually went through the recruiting process twice. Wow. And let me tell you, it's a lot of work. Yeah. So aside from Central, what were some other schools that you were possibly interested in? Um, so I was pretty share. open with a lot of things. I was looking into some Florida schools down by the beach, wow. but I always wanted to play at the highest level possible because I truly loved the sport and yeah. wanted to compete. Right. So there was another school in New York, but it was like between New York and Central. And for some reason, Mario, when I came here on a visit, everything felt right. Really? And like I, they said everything, like things would feel right. And when I was walking around campus, I did have that feeling. I'm usually based my decisions off like reason and stuff. Yeah. But I did have this feeling like this was going to be a good place for me. Really? Yeah. So you were, so because of the transfer thing, did that, does that ever have an effect? Like technically if you transfer, can that make you uh, like a first year freshman again? Or like, let's say you left when you were sophomore going into your third year. Depending on how you transfer, because I'm sure classes and credits could conflict. Did did you were you hit by that in a negative way or? I would say it'd definitely be easier to pick one school and go there for four years because I actually at my other school I was planning on graduating early too. Yeah. So I've had a lot of classes from high school, college. It did everything did come in okay. Yep. But it was a little frustrating because I do have a lot more credits and I was also going to graduate central early. Okay. Um, so when I came in to answer your previous question, yeah. um, you, I came in as technically a sophomore level of volleyball. Like I had already used my freshman gotcha. year. So I planned to graduate early. Well, like a semester early at central. Cause like, that's how it was working out. But COVID big, big upturn. I yeah. didn't see that coming. So then I ended mm, up who, who allowed me. Yeah. I allowed me to take a fifth year. Right. So, so kind of messed everything. I'm up. glad you brought up COVID. So COVID hit. Everybody yep. has their own story when it comes to COVID. Mm-hmm. And um, if you don't mind me saying, if I'm not mistaken, you're becoming trying to become a physical therapist. Yes. Am I right on that? Okay. Yep. So obviously people in that kind of job where you're up close with people and have to work in that field. Oh my God. So many people. It affected so many people. And obviously it's very frustrating to sometimes you either have to wear the plastic shield over the mask. Like I saw everything because i mean i was going to pt back in 2020 because my back was like really shot but but like that's that i mean i could only imagine how it was because like it was i wasn't the one personally affected by it and i i always say it i as horrible as covid was i had a great time during 2020 it was an incredible year for me as awful as it was i'm a person that tries to find the positives and negatives I, i can't help it tell me how your Whenever, when everything was shut down, everyone was clueless, everyone was helpless, nobody knew what to do or what was going on, what was going through your mind, and just how were you mentally compared to where you are now? So the day Central shut down and sent everyone home, I'm sure you probably got a lot of stories from that. Crazy day. <laughs> I, lo- I love hearing everyone's perspectives on that day. Yeah. So we got an email that said everyone has to be out by 5 p.m. So it was a little chaotic yep. scary like what's going on and it, i started packing immediately me and my roommates 
some of the other volleyball players yep. we all started packing our cars like packing up and i was like i have to leave like i have a four-hour drive home so i put as much oh my god <laughs> yeah so i put as much as i could in my car and then i ended up driving home and i did leave a lot of stuff on campus which they did um pack up and i got it the next semester oh but so you did get it back i did get it back nothing was stolen no it was just oh like, thank god yeah and yeah, it was a crazy time and honestly it was like no one could see that coming and then the weeks after like no one really knew yeah what was going on it definitely affected my like months after the initial day it definitely affected like how college volleyball was run and every other sport but. so when because i'm assuming your season now because it was in the spring yes yeah, so did we you still season. did you still end up playing that fall we did, but we were wearing masks, and I think it was no, actually, sorry. That fall, I'm pretty sure we just practiced. Like we were all, all only the athletes were on campus. Yep. We practiced with masks and everything. So then we had that spring. I don't know if they that following spring. I don't know if they opened it up to games. I'm yeah. like can't really remember. But all I remember from COVID is playing with a mask on, which was super hard. Dude, that D- sucks. D one sport, and just not being able to like see each other's faces and cheer and like get all that out of what you get out of a volleyball yeah, game. Yeah, I got you. Yeah. So the current version of you now, whether it's compared to you in 2020 when there was a lot of adversity facing everybody in their own way and their families or comparing you to when you were in high school, pros and cons. How do you feel now compared to to high school? Are you, do you feel like you're much more confident version of yourself more uncertain where are you not where are you at mentally in this day and age for you great question i would think um i was very shy and maybe not as confident as i should have been and like in high school i was very like shy kept to myself but through sports and through everything i have gained a lot of confidence and i think that has helped me like through other things in life as well and it taught me sports taught me to be more assertive and I definitely developed more into a leader like a like more vocal more communicative yeah. and I truly do appreciate that aspect that the sport has brought me yeah so try okay I can only speak on my experience I never watched volleyball at all mm-hmm. at all in high school First day I stepped into that court to watch you guys play, I I don't know what it was. Maybe it was just like the inner athlete in me because I loved playing sports. I loved competing. I loved mm-hmm. debating about sports. I just love winning, and I'm sure you can agree with that sentiment. There's sure. no better feeling than winning. <laughs> Walking into that stadium, right, because Central's a D1 school, so obviously you want to walk around feeling like you're the best, just in any aspect, even as a fan, okay? Walking in, the music's bumping. I'm seeing you guys warm up. I'm watching. Okay, so the crowd, the crowds haven't been the biggest, but just being a part, just sitting in the crowd, I I feel the. I don't know what it is. There, there's like an aura. There's an energy there. Maybe it's only when it comes to college volleyball. Uh, well, I back in Newington. I don't know if you knew about this. Newington's volleyball team in this town, very big, big time stuff. Mm-hmm. Always winning rings. Always competing in the chip. Very good. We yeah we're one of the best in Connecticut for sure if not the best I don't know about anymore but they did have a dynasty which was pretty wild so, but the, I mean that's an exception in terms of crowd rocking how can you explain to a casual person what makes volleyball so great because and before before you say it for me I think tennis volleyball or ping pong or anything where you have something that's going back and forth. If you're into those kind of sports, it's literally what volleyball is. It's it's just like a tennis. It's just like a, but but like there's more yelling. There's more like you can't you don't have to necessarily be quiet as the brackets are going back and forth. Like I I don't know if me as a fan is normal when it comes to volleyball because obviously you know, but how do you okay so like let's say someone's not a volleyball fan and they're telling you convince me to like volleyball. What would you tell them? 
Okay, so I would start with volleyball is a very energy and momentum sport. Yeah, for sure. So a lot of it is the cheering and positive energy and just being in a crowd and I've never really I've obviously watched games, but I've never really thought about it from that way. But yeah. it's just a very team sport. So team mentality, you all got to feel what everyone's feeling. And I'm hoping the fans would feel like what we're feeling when we're celebrating each point. Right. Just, okay, fair. I mean, it's different because you're, you're the athlete. Yeah. Because you haven't really, because you've been playing volleyball since middle school. And you never really, you haven't really stopped, right? You don't, you probably don't know what it's like to not play sports, huh? Like yeah, in a I've minute. Never, yeah. You've, you've been walking around practically either, what, half, half, more than half your life yeah. being an athlete up to this point. Yeah. So you don't really know what it's like to just be the person who's just constantly sitting and watching, huh? That's no. a, it's a, it's a good thing, but it's a weird thing. Cause for you, cause you're, you're the show. Like we're going to see you, not the other way around. <laughs> isn't, right. that, isn't that kind of weird to think about yeah but i'd also say it has become like such a lifestyle for me yeah and like the adrenaline of a game or the work grind of a practice like that stuff has just become like second nature right have you um you ever had stage fright or do you like do you still get butterflies before every game or i do do you have any pre-game rituals like what do you do to get in the zone Believe it or not, Mario, when I was younger, I used to get so nervous that I would like shake because I cared so much <laughs> yeah. and like. But I but was that's that's so a good nervous. thing. Yeah, yeah I, they say it's nervous because you care, and I truly did care, and I still do. Yeah, that's why every once in a while, like, I every game I do get butterflies, but I just like calm down. Like, I've done it before, right. and then I end up like reaching a, like a good level where I have the confidence and like I can do this. Like, do do you ever have to like? Remind yourself, like, I'm one of the captains, because in, especially in this case, you're one of the oldest players on the team. You have to put on this face because if you don't, who else will? Because it's such a young team. Yeah, for sure. As a captain, all eyes are always on you. Yeah. So how you act, how right. you get ready for the game, right? what stuff you have to so always be prepared. Yeah. And I just always try to stay as calm as I can and make – and just play my game, but yeah. also remember that I am being, I'm in a leader position. Yeah. I wanted to save this question specifically for this moment because I have never asked anybody this question before that has played volleyball. And you might know what it is or may have expected this. What the hell do you guys say whenever you either win a point or lose a point and you get around in that circle? What the hell is said? Do you know what I'm talking about? I know you know exactly what I'm talking about. Different things, different times, but mostly it's like we're cheering, like great hit, like as basic as that sounds. Yeah. But then it's like, it's like you just like it's more like a feeling, not even words said. It's like you're just hearing everyone else cheer and like just scream or like it's yeah. more like that. That's always been a volleyball thing, like just yeah, volleyball tradition. It's just no matter what happens, everyone just circles around. And if you don't get the point, it's like, all right, come on, next one, or like, let's go. But is it everybody saying different things at one time? Yeah, it's it's just a bunch of words. (laughs) So it's not like everyone just comes together, break, or like it's it's just everyone. So you have like, okay, so like, what what is there like eight players on the court? Six, six. Okay, forgive me. Six (laughs) players on the court at the same time, and win a point, lose a point. Everyone comes in. It's just like. It's like a Wii Sports thing. Like everyone, you just press like the chat button, and it's like great, great hit, nice, good yeah, job. Kind of like you're like on the same page of like either most people is like, yeah, you say stuff, but it's like all the words just like come together. It's not like one person saying. Yeah, it's just like a feel. So this is now you write your fourth year at Central. Yep. F- yep. Fourth year at Central. Do you remember what your records were your first three years at Central? So my first year, we were second in the conference. Okay. And then it was COVID. Do you remember like what the record was itself, rather than the the seating? I do not. I don't remember. If you want to, yeah, yeah, no, I, I, yeah, I, I could try and look into it. Keep, yeah, what? Uh, um. So yeah, we just we 20. that was an intense game, and we had gotten second, which was really a letdown. And then the COVID, and then the year after, I think that was my junior year so and this is 2022 we didn't i don't know what 
actually what happened that year but my last year last year we were supposed like really good because we had people who stayed for their fifth year so we were had a really stacked team of like experienced players yeah and unfortunately it was one of the first years we never made the playoffs which was crazy because we like the school has usually always made the playoffs right so 20 so from when you first started did you start playing in 2019 fall 2019 fall 2019 so 2019 you guys were 10 and 6 if this is correct if that's correct you guys were the fourth seed if i think or and we went to the conference yeah yes and we got second really in the conference like in that year yeah okay 2020 2021 it said that you were the fourth seed again as well but that was covid yeah so unless you played some games i mean i'm just looking at the north it's at the there nac.org no, yeah there was no tournament 2021 so what last year was fall 2021 right yes and that's not what you just looked up no, I mean, I had this whole thing. It's breaking down each and every, like, I could literally show you if you want to take a look yeah. at it. Let me, let me yeah, see. So. There's not really much to say. The year yeah. after, if you gotcha. see there, we got fifth place. Yep. And that was the one where I was saying we had a stacked team experience because of COVID and everything. Yep. And it was a big letdown that we didn't make the conference. So, really? so this year is a comeback season. Yes. So, okay, so wonderful build-up to this year. Okay, let's speak on two different perspectives here. Okay. I want you to fill me in on what happened prior to this moment. I started watching the team early October, late September. I mm -hmm. want to say early October. And I think the first game I came to watch was, I think, the Merrimack sweep. I think, mm -hmm. if I'm not mistaken. But regardless to where we get from that point in on, tell me the mindset, whether it was like team bonding, preseason stuff, the mindset of the team going into the season. What was the buildup before the season and the expectation, especially with the young team that you have? And I remember we've talked about this a little bit, mm. but tell me like what you were telling your teammates, like what, what was going on in the locker room leading up to this season? What was the expectation? So the, I'd say the expectation is always to win and always to make the playoffs and especially having not made it in a couple of years, like that was the expectation. Yeah. And Obviously, preseason's a grind. We come two weeks early. It's double practices. Yeah. It's in the summer, too. And then we have, like, preseason games. But it really doesn't matter until you get to conference, and that's when it's like, yeah. all right, like, this is the time. Yeah. Um, to can, um, so after preseason, yeah. week one, mm -hmm. what was it, win or, win or loss? Like, I don't know how many games you played. What, do you remember what week one entailed? Who you guys played? I, I don't, I don't even know who we started with in conference. That's fine. That's fine. That doesn't necessarily need to be in conference. Just when the season first began, did you guys get off to a hot start, slow start? Yeah. Well, in preseason, we usually play like bigger schools okay. to help us like come back to compete yep. at, in the conference. Yep. And that's usually a little rocky, but. And then conference is usually, like, okay, so by that time we have learned, especially being a young team, we've learned more about, like, how we play together, yeah. if that makes sense. Yeah, so, okay, so after preseason, you're at the beginning of, what, so August, September? When does when did things truly kick off? Conference, like, late September. Late September? Early October, yep. Really? Okay, so... Right now, the record is 12 and 12. That's yeah, pretty even. No, we're, we're going we're yep. to get to that. So, I mean, I can, I think I had it pulled up. We did have, we did, looking back at some of the preseason games, we did not play up or we didn't finish. And that was getting really frustrating. A lot of fist sets, a lot of close sets, which was a little frustrating, uh, frustrating. But again, a young team that, ne that we're learning to close out. Yes. So, I don't know if this is preseason. I don't. Uh, does it say preseason? I don't even know. It just says, okay, so like August, Friday, the 26th. 
You lost to Providence, New York. Was that a preseason game or an actual game? Providence, Rhode Island, that's yes. a preseason game, so okay, it doesn't so count is, for the conference. I'm going to assume. When you played Binghamton. Preseason. Preseason? That was a, yeah. That was my old school. That was a mental game I'll, for me. I'll, I'll <laughs> um, let's see. Do, 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 do. Seton Hall, was that still preseason? Preseason tournament, yeah. Okay. We're getting closer. Yep. St. Francis Brooklyn at home. Yep, that was our first kickoff. That was week one? Yep. Okay, so let's 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 break it down here. Week one, you win 3-2. Week two against LIU, you lose 3-2. What? Like, can you explain to me, and I'm sure it's night and day, mm-hmm. winning a five-set game versus losing one? Yeah. What like how do you even like how do you emotionally bounce back or have a short memory after especially if you were like I it's the difference between let's say you win the first, lose the second, win the third, lose the fourth, then it's the fifth. Then there's you could be down to force a fifth, or mm-hmm. you're up to and the other team forces a fifth. There's many different ways to look at it. Yeah. But but what what goes on in the locker room or how is the locker room mood after a fifth set? victory and loss so looking back at those two fist sets it's like ones you wish you could take back especially that saturday one versus liu the fist set or the fist set versus brooklyn was one i feel like we thought shouldn't have been in a fist set and that's why it was a little frustrating but it was a huge win because we ended up battling and ended up more being more of a battle. Right. And the locker room was obviously good. Like, we won a game. Like, it's exciting. It's It was our first home win, um, our home opener. Yeah. And then Saturday, it, it was a little bit of letdown in five sets, especially when we had that set. We had that game. You can just feel like we were in control and everything. And that was a little let down, but again, season is so fast, like you can't mess around with season games. And so you really gotta like turn it around for the next week. Right. Or just like, all right, we're gonna get them next time. It's a really big mindset change. Yeah. Sorry for the little break there. All right, so let me pull this back up. Where were we just leaving? Where did we just leave off? We were talking about LIU and Brooklyn. Yes. First conference games. Right. So this is back in August. Yes. Okay. Week three, Sacred Heart. And right now, if I'm not mistaken, they're the one seed. Yes. Yes. And you won 3-2. Did you guys know that they were going to be that good, as good as they are right now, leading up? Like, are they always the top dog? Yeah. Sacred Heart, at least in the four years I've been here, they've always been at the top. Yeah. Let me tell you, Mario, that is one of the games I will remember for a very long time. Are you serious? It was I don't even the know if first I was watching time. that one. I think I was. I think that might have been when I first started watching. I know I started watching on a win. You might have watched that one online, I think. I, I think I did. I, I, never, I didn't start watching the team in person. I started watching online. I think that might have been. I think it was. I think that was when I first sent a video, the very first video, where I was like, oh, the Cinderella story, like, let it rock. I think that was it. I don't know if you remember that. Yeah, I know. I do remember. Yes. I think that was when I first started watching. Yeah. I'm actually like 89 and climbing, percent sure that was when I started watching. Yeah. So you, we're going to get, oh my God, Matt, (laughs) you have no idea. We're going to, we're going to gradually get to the end of the season. Locker room celebration after what was being said, where was the mindset at that given moment? It was great. So the whole time I've been at Central, we had not beaten Sacred Heart. So that was a huge win personally and for the team. Right. And it was just great. We were on a high, like cloud nine. (laughs) It was like awesome. And I've talked to you about this before and not many people that know football. I've compared you very much so to last year's Cincinnati Bengals team. And whether you still understand it to this day or don't, it's just so weird. The young teams, they either win, and this goes to any facet of sports that I've seen. Young teams are either really bad, they're overly good, and they don't realize how good they are. Very inconsistent, but they're good for the most part. Very inconsistent and bad, but you see flashes. You guys are teetering, in my opinion, on the inconsistent at times, but good and trending up, depending if you catch stride. And we're going to get to that. I'm I'm saving I'm saving my energy for. Can I add a quick tip back yes. off that? Yes. So, 
coming into the season, I was the oldest player, and this is my last year, my last for fun. Yep. I had no expectations really for the season, so I really didn't know. I knew we were a young team, and you have to consider like reasoning, young team. Like it's, I don't, we don't, I don't know. I didn't know what was gonna happen, yep. but then when we started playing, I realized like, wow, we are, we are good. Like there is really big shot at like going to the playoffs and winning a ring but then it was a little frustrating because we were so hot and cold but like there was the potential i could like feel it again yes. so i was like yes so boom sacred heart wins you guys are like holy shit we're dogs that's probably what the mindset was and then you play st francis you and then you go from winning three two to losing three two yeah we came off a big win and <laughs> Yeah, do that, you th- that was a that was a hard I, I, one. Personally speaking, from your perspective, do you think that you guys have sometimes, whenever you win big, you're like you kind of forget to like zone in, and you're still living off the previous win, or do you think for the most part every week you guys have been locked in? That's tough. I feel like we do are locked in, but we did not perform at St. Francis. Yeah, and that was a little frustrating. Yep. So you win. You dropped uh, five sets to St. Francis, then you get swept by Farley Dickus- mm-hmm. Dickerson. Dickinson? I don't. I don't care. They're not my school. Dickinson. Okay. Um, obviously frustrating. But then right after that, two sweeps. Yeah. Against Stonehill Merrimack, which I was there for both games, and I think I was there for Brian as well. Brian, that was the game, man. I. I was on cloud nine for that game. Like, and not, no, I was not high. <laughs> I was like that. No, because I, going to that game was when I first went with one of my buddies who's been on the podcast. Shout out, Maldo. That game, I told, that was the game I recommended him to go to. Mm-hmm. And I said, CCSU is going to win this in five. I promise you. You guys were down two to zero. Mm-hmm. And I told him, I said, they're going to come back starting now. And then the comeback was actually happening. And I you felt the momentum. And, dude, I, I don't even know if you hear, ever hear anybody in the crowd specifically. I was screaming my ass. I was celebrating with you guys. You guys have, like, your out celebrations. Um, shout out uh, Maddie on the team. Freaking, she has one of the greatest celebrations I've ever seen. I can't wait to, like, talk to her about it. With the, with the, um, the like, the CPR thing where she's, <laughs> like, like, that's one of the greatest celebrations I've ever seen. Um, that was an electrifying game. Like, when mm-hmm. I see games like that, especially from you guys, as a fan, I'm hooked. Like, I, I could watch that every day. Um, but winning, losing, winning, losing. But that Bryant game was when the rough patch, and we've talked about it. We talk a lot mm-hmm. off camera <laughs> yeah. on campus. But talk to me about what – okay, because now – because we've talked about week to week. But as a whole now, looking back at it, what was your personal mindset? Were you looking in the mirror a lot? Like, like, what can I do better? Was it like what? Like, when you know that you can be good, but but those those can like you keep losing and losing and losing, and it wasn't just losses. Like respectfully, like you guys kept losing in a bad fashion. Mm-hmm. But yeah. you knew what you had the potential to do. What can possibly be done personally as a collective to? to execute and perform the way you want to because obviously you guys are D1 athletes. The technique is there. You know how to play volleyball. That's mm-hmm. given. What can you do better to, in those situations, like looking back at it or at least leaving advice for your teammates if they're watching, shout out to you, um, for the future, that like that, like those little rough patches, like how you can learn from them and and get better from, from them, if that makes sense. So definitely losing in a fist set is really tough but like that's when you lean on your teammates like that's when it's like okay like that can't happen again yeah and like what can we do to change it definitely like executing that third set which i think bryant was that we needed that third set and we just like let up and you can't mess around with that you have to like really close it seemed like you guys put all your energy in the first in uh in the comeback and then as soon as you made it, yeah. five, I don't want to say like you guys gave up. That's obviously not true. But it is very hard to mm-hmm. climb out of the hole yep. and still have like even more to finish that off. Like that is that is very hard. Yeah. Obvi- I- and that this is as a new spectator of volleyball. Like you can you can see it's hard. It's not easy. 
Yeah, and I think my team is definitely one that feeds off of momentum. Yeah. So once we lose it, we have a very hard time getting it back. But right. then that's, again, where you support our teammates. That comes with, like, playing and, like, experience. But, like, really, like, jumping on it and, like, getting that next point or, like, shaking it off. Or, like, yep. quick turnarounds. Got you. So you lose the fifth set and then boom go to sacred heart and then you lose and but like you're like okay but we beat them so like we know mm-hmm. like we'll see yeah. them we'll see yeah, them around yeah. the corner we'll see them around the corner and then we talked about this not too long ago you go to new york not a fun trip new york was <laughs> not a good weekend again <laughs> we're having a hard time winning on the road as yeah. you said before yes we've talked about this <laughs> if you want to this goes for any te- game or any team in sports have to be able to win on the road. That's mm-hmm. given because if every game, if every team had home court advantage, like everyone would be doing good. You know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. that's just not how it works. But mm-hmm. not not fun. But but here we are in November. Mm-hmm. Now we're getting current, yeah. and this is where I'm getting very excited because oh my god, I can't wait. Okay, Stonehill. You go to Stonehill. You're coming off four straight losses. Yep. And then you're. I know we were talking about it, and it's like. This is the time. Like, this is the time. Respectfully, I don't know if anybody from Stonehill is watching. I doubt it. No, no hard feelings. <laughs> okay. Um, but you guys are just, bl- like, bloodthirsty. Like, we need a win now. And not only do we win, like, we need to learn how to win on the road now. Like, this yep. this can't be acceptable. Sweep. Sweep. Yeah. Pack them up. Respectfully, <laughs> pack them up. Go to Merrimack. Pack their ass up, and this is okay. So this is um, we're recording on a Sunday. This is uh, this is not going to be out till like Tuesday. So mm-hmm. shout out, hopefully having a great Tuesday. Um, but yes. So in our time, oh, in our time, it happened yesterday, right? Yes. So back to back wins on the road. Now that we were talking to each other in person, because I didn't see you obviously these past couple days in person. Mm-hmm. How are you feeling now? Like like we're twelve and twelve. We are, it's. It's go time. It's go time, Matt. Honestly, coming off those wins, it's really great. It feels good. Everyone's on the same mindset. It just feels really good to win. Yes. And I feel like that there was a turning point, and I feel like everyone's more like, all right, it's go time. Like, this is, like, like actually it. This upcoming weekend will determine all for the standings and everything. Yes. This could potentially be my last game. Oh, my God. (laughs) No. No, we'll be good. No, no, you're going to be just fine. And I am going to do everything I can to make sure we get at as many fans as I could possibly bring. If you are watching this, okay, if you like me, all right, if you if you respect me and you truly care for me, if you don't even want to subscribe, at the very least, if you go to Central, Friday, November 11th, 5 p.m., you better be there. Or Saturday, November 12th. 6 p.m. You better be there. Or if you're even really, really uh, appreciative, you'll be there for both games. My ass will be there for both games. <laughs> um, yeah, let's pack the stands. If you know me, if you like know any of my friends, you, uh, if you are on the team, you are Nat's teammate. Tell your friends. <laughs> you tell family. I, oh my God, like you see, you see how pumped up I'm getting right here, just in my own little mm-hmm. space here. And you're on the team. Like we. Let's do it. Let's go on a run. Oh. And I know that you were you were telling me you were like, bro, like I want a ring. <laughs> I really do want a ring. More. Yeah, well, whether whether it's a ring or just you, you cannot go out without a taste of playoff success. Right. Like we got, and if you have to go on the road, if I'm, is it true? Okay, so I looked at the directions. I, I wanted to make sure I wasn't bugging. Is it is Sacred Heart really like a six minute drive from campus? Is it really, like, not that far? No, it's, like, 40. Yeah, 40 I was about to say, I, I looked yeah. up something, I said six minutes. Maybe that's, like, a different St. Francis. I was like, there's no way. From Sacred Heart, right? Um, I, I meant to say Sacred Heart. That's a neck Sacred Heart is 40 minutes. St. Francis of PA is a little bit of a hike, like, six hours. What the hell? So they're going to be driving Okay, but bit. but still, uh, Sacred Heart should be hosting, right? Sacred Heart will host based on the record. As of right now. As of right now. And I that's don't only, see that changing. And that's only, like, a 40-minute drive? Yep. Okay, so <laughs> I wanted to tell you this. I'm going to say when, not if, when. <laughs> when you guys make the playoffs, is it possible you know anybody that can get a fan bus, student section bus? Is that possible at all? I'm not sure if it's ever been done in the Central Can Athletics. Can we get that done? But maybe athletics, but I'm, 
I don't know. I really don't know. That's a that's do you, like an. Do you do you have the connections like to at least the person to ask? I could ask, but I wouldn't promise anything. No, no, no. you don't need to anything. promise because like if if it's Sacred Heart, what's it's looking like for Tally's host? I'm really thinking about driving down there. Might That'd have to. Awesome. Me, yeah, I might, I might have to. But like, if I could save gas, especially in this time, we can get like a little fan bus or something. That'd that be, would that'd be, be super cool. That would be cool, and I'd feel so accomplished. Like, yo, I got a fan bus. <laughs> what? Um, yeah, I, I am very excited in my very first season watching volleyball. I'm about to see two very, very competitive games. These will be some of the best games of the conference, and it's the last week. It will come down to that Saturday to find the standings. Yes, and <laughs> it's because you are going against uh, St. Francis U, who is, I think, the fourth or third seed. Yeah, they're up there. And they're I know Farley Dickinson is also, like, I think the third. I think mm-hmm. you're going against, like, the fifth and third seed or, like, fourth and second, something yeah. like that. It's going to be a battle between if we're going to get four or five. And yes. it, only for those not watching, the top four in the conference do go to the playoffs. Yes, only the top four. Only the top four. If you're five, you're out. Yes. And then our season, yeah. Yes, so I'm going to go through a quick breakdown of your roster, just real quick. Okay. Just, just hear me out on this. <clears throat> Tori, Kaylin, Mia, Rachel Pico, Isabella, Josie, Isabel Roof's dog. Uh, Nyjah, Margaret, Veronica, Maddie, you, Lauren, Stella, Alexis. Yep. Your team. That is my team. I, I just want to let you know that you're appreciated. You are supported. You guys are awesome to watch. <laughs> and no, like for real, tell whoever you're friends with, family with, pack the house. E- even if there's people in your dorm that you're not cool with, just tell them. Let them know. Like, we need to do whatever we can to pack these stands and if i'm and if i'm not mistaken when is your senior night is it that saturday saturday oh my god my last game no that at central no that's gonna be crazy now (laughs) i'm going to leave everything on the court there's no regrets there's no looking back central will see a really good game i love that (laughs) so this upcoming week for practice before um because it's a sunday Mm -hmm. and you start first thing tomorrow Yep. What's what's the mentality? Are you gonna be watching film on previous games? Like what? How are you guys gonna go about this? Because I don't. Is this the first time you faced a week like this in a really long time? Yeah, this is like this down is like, is the this, wire. Is this uncharted territory, or is this familiar for you? Personally? It is very familiar because it always comes down to the last week of conference. If like either we're set in or we're seem to be four or five. Yep. So, I personally do. Like I'm gonna do everything I can because this is this is it for this me. This is go time. It's I I've always been one to watch a lot of films, so definitely watching the film, definitely like leaving it all in the practices. Yes. Just you know, last time I get to play in that gym. From from your personal experiences, home court, not obviously because you don't have to travel or anything, but in terms of fans, the, like I I I've seen enough football and basketball to know that actually matters. But when it comes to volleyball, from your experience, is that actually like a big thing? Like if we could pack, pack it up in there would that actually be like a really big deal for you guys yeah definitely fans help that again they help bring the energy but would that would that make you nervous at the same time no i've been th- used to playing in front of a crowd okay. but gotcha. yes i'd obviously be a little nervous but you get used to it very quickly gotcha. especially after that few few points in the first set yes but mario to be honest central has not had that big of a crowd I, maybe I, because of covid and everything so that was super hard so yeah. i'm very like it has been nice to see fans and familiar faces in the crowd this year, especially. Yep. So I'm really excited to see. Yeah. One last time. No. Just at the home court. Yes. Because we know we know. For sure. Not. So once again, you will whoever's listening, watching, appreciate the sport as always. But you guys will have from when you see this one, two, two and a half days to. Because Wednesday, th- I want to say two and a half, two maybe half, three. Yeah. Two and a half, maybe three days for the Friday game. Mm-hmm. And then I guess three for the Saturday game. Three, yeah. three and a half, four. But I, once again, you tell your friends, you tell your family to tell <laughs> their friends, you tell your neighbors, uh, pets, freaking <laughs> caretakers, aunts, you know what I'm trying to say? Like yeah. every possible route that you can tell. Like this is huge. And I'm going to be there supporting my ass off. We appreciate yes. that. No, truly, Mario. It's been so awesome. No, this has been us. so fun. <laughs> and the thing is, is that 
I know obviously you're graduating and we will miss you, but it's not over yet. Right. We're not done yet. Right. But for, I'm also not graduating until next fall. So mm-hmm. I'm also going to be there next fall, yes. which is going to be, uh, I get to see a full season of volleyball grow with the team. The team would definitely appreciate that. Yes. I, and yeah, look at I don't even, I can't even explain it. I just, I I'm telling you, I think it's the athlete in me or just the competitor. It's mm-hmm. like, this is my my school and i want to make sure that we are good yeah you know what i'm saying yeah and uh obviously totally. each game i've i've been drinking my post victory <laughs> wines and it's just been a great blast but um yeah you guys are awesome man i really i really want you to know that and i truly want this message to carry out with you in person and for your teammates watching once again let's let's, let's go, go. <laughs> like let's like let's do this yeah. thing I'm I'm locked in and I'm a fan. Excited. I'm a fan and each week I like I man, I my favorite team is the Bengals. We won the Super Bowl, lost, sucks. But I love playoff atmosphere anything mm-hmm. when it comes to sports. So there's no feeling like it. As a fan, my stomach hurts when I'm a player, like I'm locked in, but I'm very eager to see how this goes. Like you guys, mm, like, I can't even imagine how this is going to go. I'm assuming it's going to go well. But I'm probably going to lose some hair in the process. <laughs> yeah, no, it's going to be a really good fight. <laughs> yeah. So um, you've been very pre- uh, very generous with your time, by the way. Thank you so much. Um, no matter what happens when it comes to this season, what do you have to say to your teammates or anybody watching from Captain Nat for this upcoming yeah. week and like what your message is to just anybody watching? Like, what can you promise from yourself or, like, just what, what like what is what is on your mind right now going into this week with what can, can potentially, hopefully not be, your last week of volleyball? So I would say to my teammates, enjoy every single moment because you cannot get them back. And definitely leave it, everything on the court. Like, no matter what happens, just leave it on your heart. If you play your all and you left, that was your best, then that's a good way to go out. Yes. That would be to, to everyone watching. I really hope <laughs> we'd appreciate the fans, and I, it would be a really good game to come watch. Yes, games, games, games. To come if, you, hmm, I, if you go to, I'm, I'm gonna say it one Sorry, more time. Sorry, I was speaking about my senior. No, no. Game, as in my last one, I yes. will definitely be leaving everything on the yeah, court obviously, that night. I'm giving <laughs> and. Dude, we never. Okay, I, I brushed at it in earlier. One thousand yeah. assists. Mario, that was a huge win. I don't even I'm know my, like, I, I don't know stats like that, but, like, obviously that's a major milestone yes. because that's over the course of your tenure in the school, right? Uh, five years. Your career, over the career, I did get to 1,000 assists. Including the other school or just at Central? Includes all. Okay. All. So I got 1,000, which is, like, it's kind of awesome. Yes. <laughs> and is that, like, from what you hear, is that, like, one of, like, the more pinnacle stats yeah so whenever an athlete especially in volleyball hits a thousand it's kind of it's like a big deal harder thing to do yeah so i'm very happy i hit that milestone yeah (laughs) like a good way to go out right and for sure and uh, i've every time i've seen you and i wouldn't say this just to like make you feel better like every time i have seen you play personally dude you're making plays left and right it's like i like i Dude, I'm not a volleyball scout. I don't know my shit. But, like, when someone dives to the ground and just, like, or, like, makes something crazy, like, dimes, dropping dimes left and right, like, you're, like, the Larry Bird of volleyball. That's always very entertaining to watch. Just keep doing what you're doing. You have the support. We gonna get this right this week. I'm just <laughs> saying. Um, but, yeah, this has been this has been awesome now. I'm, I'm very glad that I got to finally have you on. I'm glad to be on. This was really awesome. Yes, so, I know I told you three things mm. before um, before uh, be started. I don't know if you're the biggest fan of music or what your stance is on music. It's okay mm. if not. But if you had a favorite music artist to recommend to anybody or album, what would it be? 
So, again, I like a lot of music, but off the top of my head, if I had to pick someone, I do like Luke Combs. I know a lot of people don't like country music and stuff. I don't like crazy at that, <laughs> but um, I do enjoy some of his songs. But but you're a big country fan, you would say? I am, but if you're thinking playlist pump, like, to warm up, um, definitely there's a lot of other good songs. So, shout out the Recreation Center on campus, but um, I was working this morning. And some uh, country was playing, <laughs> and I could have sworn I was talking like this, walking out of my shift. Uh, they were playing, um, it was God's Country by Blake Shilton. Wow. <laughs> God's Country. I was like, damn, oh my God, I feel so patriotic right now. What is going on? <laughs> yeah, you only see country music on a Sunday. It depends on who's playing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, second thing, uh, movie and or show recommendation, or both. It could be favorite. It could be one that you've seen. You're like, dude, if you haven't seen this, you got to watch it. What would you have to tell hmm. the people? So I really like The Supernatural, if you've ever heard of that. Is that like uh, paranormal type stuff? Yeah. Okay. It was a good show when I watched it. Yeah. So. That that would have to be your go-to? Yeah. What about movie? Movies are hard because I'm, I'm more of a TV show kind of person, okay, gotcha. believe it or not. Um, movies I did like like the Hunger Games series like series where they don't like end right away like I like I gotcha there's a story no that's fair I respect that and last thing any words of wisdom and or advice whether it's to your future self and you needed a uh, memento or just something to look back on and be like I made myself this promise or to anybody watching that maybe necessarily have doesn't have life figured out or whatever the case is what would you have to say to just the universe i guess you could say to just put it out there so i'd say don't always look to plan in the future and have it set just always remember to enjoy the moment live in the moment because you like it's better to live like in the moment i guess and i would never take it for granted and always to make make wherever you are whatever you're doing the best it can be yes um, just to make sure, was there anything else that you had left to get off your chest before we get out of here? No, I think we covered it all. You think we're at peace? <laughs> yeah. You go. You ready for this week? I am ready. Once again, all the players that I mentioned, it's goal time. Let's get this money this week. I'm That's very fun. excited to watch. <laughs> and um, if you made it this far, really appreciate you, uh, Nat's teammates. If you would also potentially be interested, I know we've, you know, if you would love to come on the podcast, I would love to have you on. I'm a very big fan. Um, let's work something out in the future, hopefully. That would be dope, especially because um, it's a young team. So I'll also be watching you guys next year, which should be cool. And I would also love to hear your stories as well. But with that said, everybody has a story and it's still being written. I appreciate everyone and the support. You guys are amazing. You guys are awesome. But I'm going to have to leave you guys with ciao for now. And uh, once again, Natalie Novak, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs>